there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. Welcome to the podcast, She is Fab, where we discuss all things fab, women empowerment, and life coaching. My name is Evelyn, also known as the Fab Chief Desk, and I am a mindset transformation coach. Welcome to another episode of the She is Fab podcast. My name is Evelyn, Mindset Transformation Coach and your host. Today, I am joined by the lovely Christy Kennedy. She is an image confidence expert, a TEDx audacious leadership keynote speaker, and authentic lifestyle author. She's the owner of Queenfidence, a global image consulting firm that is electrifying, inspirational gift is empowering women with confidence and clarity to find their voice, free their voice, and look fabulous using their voice. And side note, if you guys are not watching the YouTube and you're listening, go watch the YouTube video. She looks amazing, fully embodying a queen. Welcome, Christy. Hello, Evelyn. It's so good to be here, beautiful. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to have you. I'm so excited for what you're going to be sharing with us. So tell us a bit more about you and your brand. 
queen finance, I often start with, she turned a pink slip into queen finance. And it, it's been a 20 plus year journey in entrepreneurship. But six years ago, that was one of the most pivotal turns in my life, Evelyn. And I began building a business from the ground up and also reinventing myself, which many of us do oftentimes and sometimes intentionally and unintentionally. <laughs> That is so true. You know, a lot of folks tend to go through various transitions in their lives, you know, whether it's in relationships or careers, right? You don't have to stick to one thing. Really, you just move to what calls to you. So tell us more about your transition and what inspired you to put together this kingdom called the Queen Fittance. What about the transition? The transition you know, like I said, 2016, as I began to reconsider what my options were, what was next going to look like, I began designing my life. And I often say we live by design and not default. And so many individuals know that I am serious about my vision boards. I have six vision books and 20 vision boards. And the first vision book allowed me to manifest my husband. But I began to start doing the vision boards. I had already had one. And then I began with two new pink boards and 20 later, you know, and it's been one design at a time, one thought at a time, one action step at a time. And so the transition has been a, a slow one, but it's been a very intentional and deliberate one. That's amazing. I remember that when we first talked, you mentioned the vision boards and usually you think, oh, you have like one or two, but you have many more than that. Uh, so I would say you must be an expert at creating vision boards. Yes. And the thing is, we know that many individuals, when they create a vision board, they go to a vision board party and then they put it somewhere underneath the bed or out of sight, out of mind. And you don't even get the benefits of that board because they have to understand what's happening at a subconscious level. Now, 98% of our mm -hmm. actions, Evelyn, they're driven by the subconscious mind. So I knew that I had done launches before and this was going to be the third one. And I often say third time is a charm. Third time had to be the charm. It, it was a must. Right. And so I knew it was a head game. That inner game is everything in entrepreneurship because one we're living in a creative space we are manifesting something that has never before existed and so that takes a wild imagination i often like to use this analogy if you, you remember if you're sitting on or even standing on a mountain and what happens you echo so i say hello 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 that's what we're doing when we multiply these vision boards so it's not just one vision board but we're amplifying our belief and i call it bodacious belief that belief that's beyond belief it's beyond what you can see with your natural eyes you step into a whole nother realm mm -hmm. and that you become unstoppable yes and you know you made a good point about the vision boards right if you create a vision board and you put it away or store it away, it defeats the purpose. It's supposed to serve as a visual reminder and inspiration for where you want to go, where you want to be. So it's detrimental to you if you just store it and put it away out of sight. Similarly with like your workspace, you know, you and I both have our workspaces set up in a way that there are either quotes or items that inspire us to continue to 
live our best lives. So guys out there, if you're creating vision boards or if you're trying to set the mood, make sure that it's visible to you and not hidden out of sight. Yeah, because our life is created by our dominant thoughts. And research shows, Evelyn, when we wake up, typically we're thinking the same thoughts. And that's what I call the autopilot thoughts. They're just on autopilot. Oh, I don't like my job. If, you don't, if you're in that space every morning when you wake up, it's, oh, I don't like my job Wednesday. Oh, I don't like my job Thursday. Oh, I don't like my job. And you got to disrupt that thought pattern, honey. I love my job. I love where mm-hmm. I work. And you start creating a, a brand new job with your words. Where I work, I, this is the most I've made in my life. My job takes care of me. My job affords me to be able to travel across the world. Do you see that? Even before it happened, because we have mm-hmm. to act as if it already is. But that's a whole nother realm. You've got to be yes. there in your mind. <laughs> yes, they say, um, what's that popular quote? Fake it so you make it. But I like the quote that you use, which I've also posted in my social, is act as if it is and it will be, right? It, it has a bit more positive than saying fake it till you make it. Faith it, you know, you can believe it. But when you fake it, I Mm -hmm. I am the embodiment of my beliefs. And so everything speaks to that. My clothes speak to where I'm going. My language speaks to where I'm going. But many individuals, they step into that space where it's comfortable, it's casual, it's lazy. Anybody can do it. Nothing grows inside the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to get uncomfortable. Recently, when I was driving home, Mm -hmm. I have Wellness Wednesdays and I had gone and got my hair done and my nails. And I saw this cat crossing the street and he had no tail. And I see a message in everything, Evelyn. And I looked and I began to think that cat was willing to take the wrist across the street. He lost his tail. And I asked, are you willing to put your tail mm-hmm. on the line? When you put your tail on line, you may lose some things. But I often say we can give up the lesser for the greater. And if you are risk averse, this is the number one lesson that you're going to learn is that you're going to have to let go of something. The, thing, the things that you've known before, mm-hmm. even yourself who you've always been in order to step into what you've never experienced. That is really important and and, and key, right? You don't grow if you're comfortable, if you're in a space where things are easy for you, right? If you find yourself being uncomfortable, you are being challenged. You are being pushed to grow and develop. And your story about the cat, that is perfect because you are taking a risk, right? Everything that you do that is uncomfortable or that is new to you, there is some risk involved, right? And that's how you grow and develop. I want to go back to the point that where you talked about that you had the third time and it was like third time's a charm, this charm, this is it, this is it has to happen. I actually had a conversation with some friends recently talking about the number three and how good things come in threes. So it's interesting that you said that third time had to be it for you. Tell us about that. Tell us about, you know, what you experienced the first time, second time, and then third time, what made that work and click? Mm, That's so good. And going back to that growth zone, I like to call it, we're growing and we don't know when we first started. And even at the third time's a charm, you've learned so much from all the other failures, the mishaps, because failures are just learning lessons. If you pay attention, they're Mm -hmm. teaching you something. Every single one of them. I don't take any opportunity, any experience for granted. So my first launch, it was 1999, December 9th. 
December 6, 1999, I was working at the homeless shelter as an information and referral counselor. Now, I've always been serving in capacities where I'm helping, you know, those that are disenfranchised, you know, those that are just at a disadvantage in the world. I, I just I have a heart for the underdog. And I was working in the shelter mm -hmm. and I remember they had a budget cut. And so I was laid off. And it's, it's like deja vu here. Here we go again. I've been here, done this before. Right. And so when I was laid off, I remember saying to myself, because I believe in the power of inner dialogue. We're having a conversation with ourselves every single day, even when we're sleeping, we're dreaming, we're still talking. But when I was laid off, I said, I can never allow one myself to be in a position where all of my eggs are in that one basket because I was, I mean, shook. <laughs> at that time, recognizing mm -hmm. that now my income has come to a halt. What do I do? And so it was vision casting. All of a sudden, I went in, I didn't even know I was an entrepreneur at that time, Evelyn. I began creating. And I, I created a company. Two days later, I went to the Division of Corporations and filed a fictitious name at that time. And I called the company Sweet Smelling Savers. And going back to what we learned, I learned the, the power of a name because most people kept asking me, was I selling uh, baked goods because of the name Sweet Smelling Savers? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I was mm -hmm. not. I was selling potpourri bowls of hope as I was because I needed hope. I was in a tight spot, right? I'm trying to make some money quick. And that and that's something that we learn as entrepreneurship entrepreneurs is that that hustle, it doesn't last long. That's not sustainable. And I, I went into desperation mode, right? Let's create something to get some cash. That is not the best way to build a business. I didn't know that at the time, uh, but that lasted about eight months. And after that, I recognized I needed to go back to somebody's eight to five. And then there was a friend girl who knew someone who needed a secretary. And I had no secretarial skills, but even the secretary job was going to prepare me for future entrepreneurship because I learned admin. I was doing administrative work all the time. I was managing multiple things from meetings, you name it, all the correspondence answering the telephone, all that. And I didn't know that that was developing the skill to be able to run my own company. See, we take so many things for granted. And I could have literally complained, complained, well, I'm not a secretary. I don't want to be a secretary, uh, but I was the best secretary <laughs> that you could be. Hello, thank you for calling the College of Education. This is Christy. How may I help you? But it was developing even my public speaking skills. Do you see that? <laughs> mm -hmm. I, this is hilarious. <laughs> I love your customer service voice. <laughs> No, but you're right, Christy, I'll, I'll, you know, as entrepreneurs, and this is something that I've brought up before on this podcast, you don't always know what you're getting into. We all make an assumption as to what our path could be or how difficult or easy it could be. Uh, but what folks need to realize to your point is that you are everything in your business. You are the CEO, you are the customer service rep, you are the tech person, the marketer, the salesperson, everything. And so if, you know, if you've worked in corporate or had other jobs, a lot of what you've done before will help you in your journey as an entrepreneur, but the onus and responsibility is on you solely. There's no safety net. No safety net. And it's one of my favorite quotes, Evelyn, when you said that leap in the net will appear. <laughs> That's what we do all day, every day. Leap and that net will appear and then we just go for it. And so that was that was the first mm -hmm. launch. Then the, the second launch comes, you know, after I'm struggling for about five years, I had a health issue in between that. So I'm out on my own. I, you know, I, I launch 
uh, after the homeless shelter, you know, I go become a secretary. I leave the secretary world because I'm bored. Now, the entrepreneur spirit is there. It's calling, like you said, the call. It's calling me again. I've been doing this, I think it was six years. And so we have a going away party for me. And then I'm out again. I get a building because I was field of dreams in my mind, build it and they will come. And this is the second piece. I didn't know anything about marketing. <laughs> I was just, I had the building. We had the ribbon cutting ceremony. Everybody come. This is the Entrepreneur Leadership Development Center. I'm going to be teaching you about entrepreneurship. And honey, entrepreneurship was teaching me about me, what I did not know. And that's why I said one mm-hmm. of the best self-development courses you will ever take is entrepreneurship because you're going to face all of your fears and insecurities. You're going to know the things you like and the things that you don't like, what you're great at and what you're not. And so five years mm-hmm. out there roughing it. And literally, I remember when I got the building, had it all decorated, literally about three months later, I was moving out just as fast as I was moving in. And that sent me into a depression because I was not prepared mentally mm-hmm. for the physical you know, manifestation of failure, a letdown, a disappointment, because that's not what I envisioned in my mind's eye. And, I, and you go in your head like, let me replay this. How did we get here? And I'm an introvert. And I often te- teach my introverts that we have to come outside of ourselves. And I was living inside of me mm-hmm. in my own inner world when I had to learn how to communicate externally and verbally. And that was one of the biggest pieces mm-hmm. of why I honestly believe it did not go further than my community. So I learned the power of visibility, mm-hmm. marketing, letting people know who I am, where I am, where you can find me, what I am all about one and what I have to offer. And so I go into this 10 month depression and that was 2007. So I said, 2008 is going to be great. I was just tired of having a long drawn out pity party, just to be honest. And so I went to beauty mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. and I had done model education. And so it felt natural as a creative, I go back into this space of helping women. So that call, it was always drawn me to empower women. It always led back there. And so after going to beauty school, here I am. I go back out working in different day spas and it was not working. Remember I said a health issue happened. So I had seven fibroid tumors. They were growing. And so my business was suffering because I was an independent contractor as an esthetician. And I'm simultaneously, I'm having these tumors grow. I'm losing blood every single month and I find myself being anemic. Mm-hmm. And that same secretarial job that I left I had to go back to it because that's where I could get the health insurance, which that surgery was going to average thirty five to forty thousand dollars that I did not have. We were in the red. Mm -hmm. And so that was a big wake up call. That's why I said that was the second launch. And I stayed at, you know, the secretarial job for two more years until I transitioned out of there going into my last spa job, which was at a medical spa. And that's when I got the pink slip several months after uh, being recruited by them. And so that's why I said I knew this third time around I was going to have to figure it out. Yeah, you definitely had a lot of challenges. And and, and again, this is something that people uh, don't always think about or foresee. Not everyone is an overnight success, right? For some of us, it takes longer to find that sweet spot, but also build the business that we want to build. And that can mean that you're investing financially for a longer period than intended or putting a lot more in than you thought. And then, of course, like you mentioned, people forget that it's a mental game too. If things aren't going the way that you want, if you end up failing or hitting these blocks or a brick wall and you're just banging your head, 
that takes a toll on you mentally. So knowing how to care for yourself, care for your mind as you're uh, moving forward in your entrepreneurial journey is equally important. Oh, that's so good. You touched on, you know, this is my passion right here. And that's what put me in the coaching seat, the mental health and wellness, the whole image, because that's a large part of it. That mental piece, all the mm-hmm. mental challenges that I went through, that's what was creating what I call fortified femininity, uh, because I was going to make sure whatever life was going to throw at me, I had enough strength, like a shield, you know, to block it off. And that's my thoughts. And that's what the 20 vision board. Those are my shields that blocks out all the noise. And I hear mm-hmm. my own voice. When I forget my voice, I go to my vision boards. What did I say? You know, you have a little selective amnesia. What did mm-hmm. you say you were going to do? Who are you? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> And so I was just coaching a young lady yesterday and we were dealing with this very same thing, the mental blocks. And she said she has this wall all around her and I have to handle those that are very fragile with care. And so I said, well, if there's a wall up, what would you like to add in that on that wall, a door or a window? She said a little small window. And I said, if you were to practice right now, vulnerability what are you comfortable admitting and being honest about? She said, I am lonely. And that was all. And we started with that truth because mm-hmm. you have to be honest with where you are. A lot of times entrepreneurs, they'll go through, they're, they're suffering in silence. And you don't have to suffer in mm-hmm. silence. That's one thing I learned. I now am surrounded by so much support, Evelyn, but I'm an only child one. I'm an introvert. So naturally, I don't think tribe. I don't think groups of people, right? I just wasn't brought up that way. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn a whole new way of being. Remember I said, entrepreneurship will introduce you to yourself. It will reveal your weak areas, your Achilles heel. And so now this third time around, I have a support group, a mastermind with speakers. I have a cohort of mental health coaches that I'm surrounded. We meet every, every other week. And so I have a mental health therapist for myself once a month. I'm letting her dig in my brain and wash it good. And so mm-hmm. there are so many pieces I put in place just to make sure that Chrissy is okay, because I pour out an exorbitant amount of strength, energy to those that I'm serving. And I often affirm now, Christy, you are important too. You matter also. And so I make sure that that same lavish love that I'm giving to others, that I give it to myself first and foremost. Yes, that's another important point, right? When it comes to self-care, we as coaches, you know, we help individuals through whatever they're going through, getting from point A to point B, you know, in our specialization, but we ourselves also have help, right? Or at least if you're a coach and you don't, you should seek help. You should have your own coach. You should have a therapist. Because you as a person have to take care of yourself in order to take better care of the other aspects in your life. Especially as women, we are natural caregivers. And sometimes we forget to put the time in, put the effort to provide authentic, genuine care. I'm not talking about five minutes here and there. I mean, really take the time to do that. Authentic, genuine care. It's deliberate. Even as I was talking mm-hmm. to a young lady yesterday, we were talking about the same thing, what you're saying. And for some reason, we neglect ourselves, even when we're giving ourselves the care, right? And she was saying, when I take a bubble bath, I'm strolling on social media. What you're saying to yourself is that I'm not worthy of my own undivided attention. 
Mm-hmm. And that's big. Yes. And people don't realize sometimes that they're doing that, that they have these habits or or it's like an itch, right? They have to do things a certain way and they think that they're caring for themselves, but they're not doing it right. You know, point of your example where she's taking a bubble bath, which is the point of, you know, spending time with yourself, caring for yourself, your body, maybe, you know, the music is on and the vibe is going, but you're scrolling social media or your phone you're not present. You're not paying attention to what you need for your care. That's so good. And I'm, I've been there. And so one thing I do is challenge myself. Like when I'm walking my dogs after a long day of coaching, that's my time. I leave the phone home. So I'm not even tempted because we know that itch is coming. And and a lot of times when I'm doing my mm-hmm. bubble baths, I would take my books in to read or sometimes my journaling. And I said, you know what? No, because that's a distraction. No, can you just sit and be? And I hug myself and I speak to myself until I cry. That's when you're fully present. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I, I always ask people in my personal life, like, could you really realistically spend a weekend or even a day without being on your phone? And a lot of people say that they can. But let me tell you, I've witnessed it. Like I've gone camping for a weekend and everybody's just like, is there any Wi-Fi here? Like, is it... <laughs> it's like an addiction, it really. Brain and the endorphins that is being stimulated, you know, but there's another way to get the same feel, you know, from working out, as I heard you earlier, working out. It's just mm-hmm. trading, doing something, you know, alternative, an alternative solution. But that it takes practice. I say everything mm-hmm. is a practice. And then paying attention, like after this interview, my goal is to hit the beach, just to sit out by the water, because that's so refreshing to me. That's a nice extra treat to self. But is it? But it takes intention, that saying I'm going to break good. up my routine. Hmm. No, you're right. Everything that is supposed to bring positivity, uh, help you to live a better life, these habits and rituals, they take practice. Even something like gratitude or manifestation, those things aren't inherent. You have to actually work to make that a part of your daily life to see how it brings in those positive results and that positive impact. So Christy, we've talked about, you know, a little bit about your your business and what you do. And you mentioned the vision boards earlier. So tell us in your offering, in your in your coaching and counseling, uh, is there a process or a method that you use that includes the vision boards? I often tell them that there are no rules in creating a vision board. But one thing that I do have them focus on is creating a theme because it's a quote that says you get what you focus on. So focus on what you want. And so that's how I create my vision board. There's so many ways to create vision board. But what has been effective for me is the emotion, the feeling. You won't see a lot of, let's Mm. say, cars and houses. Because as you know, you get a new car and the new car feeling wears off. That doesn't create happiness long term. It's instant in the moment. It's temporary. Mm -hmm. But what you can tap into is an ever-flowing fountain of joy. And that, and that, that comes from words. That comes from the emotions behind the words. And so say, for instance, I wanted to 
step onto greater platforms. So I'm looking at vision board number 17, and that's where the, the TEDx came in. I wanted to uh, be even more audacious in my voice. And I started speaking on all kinds of platforms, but that vision board in itself was just focused on being a bolder version of myself. I was already speaking, but I wanted to speak on platforms I had never spoken on before. And so everything that's mm-hmm. on that board is around speaking like in the middle of it i'm looking at it and i have i'm not gonna shut up do bold don't be afraid of who you are because you think about it when you're stepping into a new version of yourself it's not the people that you're afraid of sometimes it's you i don't know this version of myself i've never met her before you have to get comfortable playing at this higher level and more is going to be required of you to be that larger than life version of yourself And so that was all of the affirmation Mm -hmm. that I needed and validation coming back to me. And so first we start off with what is it that we're trying to create in the first place? And then everything that is on that board is going to amplify the belief. I call it stacking the beliefs because think about it. You have this one root thought and that one root thought may be, I'm afraid if I speak, I'm going to stumble over my words. That thought is impeding Mm -hmm. you from being your boldest self. So I would go in and extract that thought with a new thought. And we started the foundation. When I speak, people listen. Can you see the difference? And then we start building the, the new thoughts on top of that thought as we eradicate the old unsupportive and disempowering thought. Yes. First of all, you said vision board 17. That's amazing. But what I like that I heard there too is that, uh, you know, when you think of vision board, you think about visual, right? And I remember when I was younger and I would create vision boards, it was like, oh, I like how this looks. I'll just put it on here. But you are going deeper with processing emotion behind it. It's not just a purely visual thing. It's a feeling that you're wanting them to embody as well. Spot on. Because think about it. When we take action, that's coming from that strong conviction. That's the emotion. If you don't have the emotion, the fire behind it, you're going to talk yourself out of it. That's why I'm asking, who are you? Why is this important? Because if you can't say, if you can't convince yourself, Mm -hmm. Evelyn, it's going to be hard to convince the masses. Now, I often say what comes from the heart is going to go Mm -hmm. to the heart. And that's why you talked about even authentic and genuine. But being your most authentic, genuine self, as you can see, I'm I'm getting excited just talking about because this is my passion. This is my life. I eat, breathe, sleep this. You can't (laughs) fake that. (laughs) And so when you talk about convincing someone to be a part of your program, convincing someone to hire you, whatever that is, they need to know that you're sold out on the vision. So whether you join me or not, we're going to blaze. We're going to blaze across the U.S. of A. We're going to blaze across seven continents. Do you see how I'm just flowing? Because I've embodied my belief that what I have is the best thing that you've ever had your hands on. And so, but if I'm not sold on it, it's hard to convince somebody else to jump on board. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. You also mentioned um, the, the whole thought process behind thinking that you can do something or, you know, if you're a speaker, maybe thinking that you're going to trip over your words, that we are our own worst critics, right? We tend to judge ourselves the harshest. And a lot of what we perceive is what we're putting out there in the world, right? Because 
not every, everybody's living their own life. Nobody cares what you're doing. <laughs> so for you to constantly think that somebody is paying attention or judging you, it, it's not accurate. It's really your perception that you're putting or projecting onto the outside world. Absolutely. And that's tied to perfectionism and shame. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I deal with it five days a week. I'm going to give you an example. Just exactly what you said. And the other day I was reading a quote by Ayala Van Zant, and she said, comparison is an act of violence against the self, yourself. And one of my clients, we were doing some work on her self-perception. And I asked her, who are you? I always thought right there, who are you? Because I got to see where they are in how they see themselves. Her answer was, I am mm-hmm. not as smart as others. I am not as a good, she said, I'm not as good of a speaker as others. And it was another sentence as others. And so I circled in my notes, others, others, others is coming up. I said, I see your blind spot. I said, if you were standing in front of a mirror and you're looking to admire your own beauty, you're not going to be able to see it because what's in front of your face is what? Others. And so I said, you've got to remove them out of the way so you can see what's always been there. But right now they are blocking your brilliance because you're so focused on them. And that's dangerous ground. You will never fulfill your potential being consumed with somebody else's idea of who you are and who you can be. Many of my clients have told me, my mom thinks I should be doing this and I'm happy doing what I'm doing right now, but I don't want to let her down. Your mom is living her life. She made decisions that were based on her desires and what she thought was suitable for her world. Now you're living your life and you don't owe them Mm -hmm. anything. Once they raise you and release you, you don't owe them anything. But gratitude, thank you. But I'm going to live my life. But that that takes so much courage. I say it takes guts being happy. Mm-hmm. And that's an important point you brought up there too, right? There are influencers in our lives, whether it's partner, family, friends, coworkers, even you know people on social media, strangers at that, and they all have a level of influence on our lives. The problem with that, though, is that if you allow the negative influence to take power, you're actually building up that inner critic, that perfectionism, that shame. And so you're living in this constant circle of judgment that is detrimental to your mental and even physical health. My goodness. That's real. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like we're so aligned. <laughs> yeah. was When you think about a fulfilled life, it comes from your truth. And you have to be willing to challenge what is even being said, you know, by the influencers, by anyone. Uh, if it's not in alignment with your own values, but many people can't challenge it because they don't know their own values. What are your top? I would ask, what are your top mm-hmm. three values? Can you respond? I know mine. You know, I ha- I put an acronym: I C E, intelligence, compassion, and excellence. And every single day, I'm going to broadcast my brilliance. I'm going to operate with compassion, and I am going to demonstrate excellence with caring. That you got to know why that. you do what you do, how you do what you do. 
And and that does take time getting to know yourself. If you're so busy listening to everyone else's Mm -hmm. opinions, you won't even be familiar with your own. Yeah. And, you know, then you'd be surprised if you ask someone, you know, tell me about yourself or, or tell me who you are. Not everyone's able to provide an answer immediately. And even when they do provide an answer, it may not be what they want the answer to be. Right. They, they're not sure of that response. And like you said, if you don't know yourself, if you don't know your why intrinsically. Where are you going? Where, where are you trying to be? How are you going to accomplish what you want to accomplish? And motivation only lasts so much. You need that why to drive you. Oh, you hit on the head. Motivation only lasts so long. Zig Ziglar said, that's why it's, it's like taking a shower. You have to do it every day. If you, you wait a week or two not taking a shower, honey. It's just not going to be too, you know, kosher. <laughs> Every single day I'm doing mindset work. That's non-negotiable. And mm-hmm. it looks so different every single day because I like variety, but you should be working on your mind daily. If you want to be a peak performer, if you want to have that cutting edge advantage as a leader in your own right, whatever field that is, it doesn't matter what field it is. It's just you being the leader of yourself, one, and then saying to others, come follow me. But you're going to have to demonstrate something worthy of following. <laughs> hmm. Yes. And, and, you know, we're all human, right? <laughs> we all have our moments where, you know, even high performers, may want to take a break or or not deal with the tasks of the day. Like we're human. I get it. We have that, but you still have to, even in the small little way, even if it's a little bit of time, build in the activities, right? The habits, the rituals, obviously every day would be great. But if you can't do every day, maybe a couple of days a week, just something that is going to allow that to continue to build till eventually it's a no brainer to you. Yeah. And even it goes back to challenging yourself because I tell my clients, it doesn't have to be something long and drawn out. Like you're saying, you may not be able to get to it daily, but I'm telling you, you can get to it daily. Why? Because we got 24 hours and you tell me you don't have 60 seconds to do breath work. I, I'll take my busy executives, Evelyn, through uh, <laughs> breath work. I call it the power pause for them because they got to seize moments, right? I ain't got no time to do no mind mm-hmm. meditation. And we'll do breath work in 60 <laughs> seconds. And then I'm like, oh, I, I feel so calm. I said, that's a gift you can give to yourself any time of the day. 60 seconds. I know you got 60 seconds. You've been strolling on Facebook for three minutes. So come on. Yeah, so that's a thing to people prioritize. They'll prioritize other things, right? And and not what's more important, right? So it's really what are your priorities, right? Think about where you're trying to to go. What is the path you're trying to take and your your ultimate result? And then prioritize what's going to help you get there. Oh, that's so good. Because when you said the results, there is an outcome that you like to experience. And most often they'll tell me at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. I can't tell you how many times I hear that daily. At the end of the day, I don't have any energy. 
okay, so well, let's change up your schedule. So at the end of your day, you're energized. At the end of your day, you're exhilarated. At the end of your day, we can create a new narrative because going back to, I told you, those thoughts are on autopilot. Mm -hmm. We've got to disrupt the thought pattern because now I need you to see what the end of your day looks like if you did something different. If you brought in a wellness mm -hmm. practice, you don't have to live in the land of exhaustion. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And really, it's about, you know, being conscious and being aware, using your awareness to see what's happening. Right. A, a lot of us oh, we're so busy and, and you don't take time to, you know, do the breath work to to think about what your thought processes are doing or even how you're engaging or interacting throughout the day, right? It's just like, oh, there's so much happening and I don't want to deal. But in not taking that awareness and pinpointing the areas that needs to change, you're doing yourself a disservice. Oh, that's good. You're doing yourself a disservice. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't feel good. And I often say, what are you depriving yourself of as a result of that disservice you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Make them think about that because there is another way. You know, the butterfly is beautiful because yes. the caterpillar is brave. I love that quote. The butterfly is beautiful because the caterpillar is brave. And sometimes it just takes these small, brave acts of courage. And then celebrating the micro wins. And the grand slams. Most people won't celebrate unless something big and massive that's ha happening in their lives. But for me, gratitude has mm -hmm. been a game changer because, you know, as entrepreneurship, this slow, steady pace, this is a lifelong journey. You know, I've had a lot of micro wins. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine if I didn't celebrate those micro wins before I got to massive wins? Because those massive wins, they, they occur sometimes mm -hmm. weekly, sometimes monthly, sometimes every few months. You don't know. But there is power in celebrating something every single day. It's expansive. It opens you up. It keeps you out of scarcity, that not enough thinking. And let me tell you, gratitude keeps you out of depression, anxiety. And I often tell my clients, step into wonder. If you step into wonder, anxiety will surrender. I wonder how I'm going mm -hmm. to impress myself today. I wonder how I'm going to dismantle doubt today. I wonder how I'm going to show up and surprise myself. You know, you just go on and on into wonder. So you open yourself up for the possibilities. Mm hmm. Guys that are listening or watching, go ahead and rewind that because that was excellent. Listen to her say that again. So many tidbits of wisdom so far. <laughs> So, Christy, tell us, you know, how can folks work with you? Is there a specific program that you offer? Is it individual coaching sessions? How can they get in touch and work with you? Yes, they can go to queenfidence.com forward slash rain. And you can see all of our products, our self-study products. We currently just released Confidence Builder because that's the number one thing I teach on. And that is available to self-study, guided a program. They will also have a journal that will walk them through the lessons. And in one-on-one, it's very exclusive. Just to be honest, there's only so much time in the day, but I, I do take in applications and those that are a good match can work with me. And it's some goodies on there. We got a blog. So so a lot of free information, YouTube channel, you name it. You, you got some, some things you can just eat up. Um, and when you're ready to operate at a higher level, we can talk one-on-one. -on -one. But other than that, 
just go and surf around and see what you can find. I'm quite sure there's many treasures there for your taking. Yes, guys, I mean, I spoke to Christy, obviously, before this recording, just to touch base, and she was amazing then. And even now, like, time has just, I feel like I blinked, and we're already sort of, you know, wrapping up, because the conversation has just flowed so well, and she's offered so much wisdom that anyone listening or watching can apply so, Chrissy, before I let you go, is there any last thoughts that you wanted to share with the audience? Mm. One of my quotes that I absolutely love and that has been a life changer for me, Evelyn, is no one is you and that is your power. It took a long time to get comfortable in this skin. And I'm still learning how to get comfortable in this skin because I'm still growing. And so for those that are questioning whether or not the path that you're on is the right path. I want you to know it is because every single step that you take is leading you to greater. Just continue to enjoy the journey because the joy really is in the journey. It is a lifelong journey. I'll say that over and over again. And it's yours for the enjoyment. And so if you don't learn how to enjoy the journey, it's going to be a very arduous journey. So find something to celebrate every single day because every single day is a gift and life is a special occasion. Yes, those are great parting words, guys. You heard it here. Celebrate the journey. Don't just focus on the end path or the outcome alone and celebrate not just your major milestones or the big occurrences in your life, but even the smallest details you want to celebrate. That will also bring in, you know, more gratitude into your life. Yes, yes, yes. The more we celebrate, the more we have to celebrate, Oprah. (laughs) Exactly. Christy, it has been amazing talking to you. I mean, like I said, this conversation has flowed so easily. Just the alignment that we have with our perception on things was great. And I'm sure the audience has found something to hold on to. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. You are beautiful inside and out. Thank you for sharing your platform with me. I feel like a sister who I hadn't seen in years and we just were catching up on old times. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's so amazing how these connections allow you to meet people that their energy, their vibrancy and how they think and perceive are in alignment with yours. So guys, Christy mentioned, you know, how to get in touch with her, but we're going to put all the details on how to get in touch with her uh, in the podcast details and the YouTube details. Thanks so much for your time, Christy. And everyone, as I always say, preparation, accountability, execution, and resolve are keys to your success. Until next time. So as you know by now, we're all about informing and empowering women. Well, now there's the addition of the She Is Fab shop where there is empowered fashion, printables, journals, mugs, and face masks. Check it out at www.sheisfab.net. That way you can purchase something for the lady, woman, or girl in your life. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.